Welcome to the Garden of Belonging, a podcast exploring the things that help us belong to ourselves and the things that get in our way. I'm your host, Kim K. Gray, a life coach for good girls and people pleasers, dedicated to helping them know, trust, and courageously share their voices. In this podcast, we will explore topics such as self-knowledge, self-trust, self-acceptance, and self-expression. The world needs our unique gifts. It's time we connect with our inner voice and show up fully as ourselves. Today, my guest is Whitney Oppenheisen. Whitney is an intuitive relationship coach focused on supporting clients to develop a deeper connection to their intuition as they navigate relationships of all kinds. She works with those who are ready to make major shifts, leave old patterns in the dust, and start to live as their truest selves in relationship to themselves and others. She loves supporting her clients as they learn how to use their intuition, grow more deeply connected to themselves, and to develop strong and meaningful relationships in their lives. Whitney also has her own podcast, The Messy Path, that she co-hosts that you can find on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, quick note, if you have some little ones around, you may want to pop in your headphones as there's a bit of adult language in this episode. Uh, we also had a little bit of trouble with our connection, which is why it chops out a little bit in parts. My apologies. Hi, Whitney. Thank you for being here. Hi. It's so good to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so I, to start, I was hoping you could just share a little bit about who you are and what you're about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm Whitney Oppenheisen, and I have a coaching uh, business called Being Open, uh, which is all focused on kind of intuitively working with yourself, developing your intuition, and then flipping that and, and working through relationships, being centered in your intuition. Uh, I found that especially women, um, we tend to get into relationships of any kind, friendships, family, romantic, and pretty much put ourselves second or very, very last. So how, how can you enter into relationships focused on owning what you need and being connected to your intuition and what it's telling you that mm-hmm. you need or, or where you need to navigate to? And then um, being able to live fully in that relationship. So it's been, it's been really fun being able to work with the women I've, I've been able to this year. Awesome. Sounds wonderful. And you know, relationships are such a big part of our lives. So it's just really key. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, your happiness kind of more often stems from how fulfilled you are in different relationships than anything else. So yeah. 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 Awesome. So when I say the words, your truest voice, what comes up for you? Um, my connection to my higher self in Mm -hmm. that like really deeply intuitive voice. So maybe not just the nudge to like change lanes, but you know, that, that deep call um, that you might have to do something or go somewhere. Yeah. I love that. Um, I like what you're saying about intuition. Um, that hasn't come up yet. I mean, I oh, think okay. that's sort of like in some ways it's implied, but um, it's just really good to remember that that is a piece of your voice is that kind of inner knowing it's not necessarily just spoken. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 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 Thanks for that. Yeah. What practices have you helped you tease out your voice from amongst all the other voices, especially like as messages and things come in at you, you know, how do you tease out what is me and what is other people? Yeah. Um, that's such a good question. 
for me, it always leads back to writing. Um, mm. I find that like writing to my inner voice um, really helps me to gain clarity because there might be messages that I've received or a quote that somebody said that like really resonates with me and you can almost lose yourself in connecting to another person's voice, you know, mm. kind of like overvalue theirs instead of your own. So I think yeah. sitting down and writing really frequently is huge. And then meditation for me has been there big time the last couple of years. Um, and that really helps me gain clarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I resonate with the writing as well. <laughs> yeah. It's, there's something really cool about it. Cause if you can get in the flow, it's almost like a different meditative practice, you know, where you don't even know what you're writing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, would you share a time in your life when you were holding back your voice and what helped you to free it? Um, yeah, so it's actually kind of what is the tipping point that brought me to coaching today. Mm. So like three, it'll be three years ago in September. Um, I chose to leave my fiance at the time. Mm. Uh, and my voice for like the nine months leading up to that had been screaming at me and I just refused to listen. And it, it started coming out in different ways. Like I was getting sick a lot. Um, I was really angry all the time. Like all of these different things that like, I just didn't feel like myself, but it was my voice like saying, okay, if you're not going to listen in the traditional (laughs) sense to like dreams or just kind of intuitive nudges, like we're going to (laughs) fucking, sorry, we're going (laughs) to, we're going to come all out at you and and get your attention. And um, that was kind of the time that I finally decided like, okay, I got to listen to what's going on inside of me. Cause I, I reached a point where I literally could not envision the next day. It was, um, it was the day before my 30th birthday. And, um, I was with my fiance at the time and we had gone through a really rough patch where we were kind of taking a step back collectively. Like we were pausing, planning the wedding and we were just going to kind of focus on us and doing some counseling. And I had had a really hard experience with him a couple weeks prior where he wasn't able to summit this mountain. Summit this mountain. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he didn't make it. And it was kind of the first, like, really, I had had lots of signs. And then that was like, okay, this is the sign to end all signs. So we decided to take a step back and like work on stuff. And I had started meditating again and hadn't been for a long time. And I was in a meditation the evening before my birthday the next day. And I couldn't envision being with him after that day. Mm. Like I literally couldn't, couldn't dream up what our wedding could look like. Couldn't even dream up like going into, you know, the restaurant that we were going to go meet friends at the next day. Like, um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't envision the next day with him. And, um, and I realized that that was my inner voice just saying like, this is the end of this chapter of the script. Like you need to listen to me now. And I started, um, yeah, I started meditating again with that. And I started writing like ferociously um, that next day. And it, it all just redirected me and brought me, brought me back to myself, which was really cool. I think it's, um, it's really amazing how many different avenues your voice will take Mm -hmm. to to get to you. Um, Yeah. And it, I I always want others to not have to go to the degree that I went to, you know, where you're getting sick and you're not happy and you know it's just yeah that's that's not a good place to be. But yeah, you know, some of us absolutely. need that big knock on the head. So. Yeah, well, just to kind of shows how scary it can be to tap mm-hmm. into that voice, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and that how 
because of that fear, how easy it is, it can be to ignore it until it's shouting in whatever Gosh. way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have a yeah. similar experience with that, with my body, like, shouting and, like, okay, I need to pay attention. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> a thing. Yeah, it totally is a thing. And, and yeah, it really is. It's scary at first. And it can, yeah. I think it continues to be scary, but you learn that every time it's been scary in the past, it's been great on the other side of that. So moving through that fear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that leads into the next question, which is what has sharing your truest voice done for you? Um, it's unlocked everything that I've wanted in my life. Like, like truly. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's opened me up to finding coaching. It's opened me up to just kind of living more with my intuition. Like I found, I found Bika through um, a flow with intention group, which w- was a online group that a woman who has a podcast just lively started. And mm-hmm. I jumped in there and there were some biker coaches in there and I connected with them and I was like, this is, this mm-hmm. is it. Like there was yeah. a reason I got a nudge to join this random group on the internet and take a class and then find these people. And then through that find even more of like that group of people that I really yeah. resonate with. It's, it was really cool. So yeah, it's brought me, it's kind of brought me back from um, living in a life that was smaller than what I knew I wanted to live. I was living in like a very safe space um, where everything I could kind of project and plan out and dial in exactly right. And now you're, I'm living in a lot bigger space and it's con- consistently nerve wracking and consistently <laughs> bumping up against that comfort zone. But, um, but that's where I'd rather be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very inspiring. I hope that people can be inspired by your story. Thank you. Yeah. Um, in what ways does your business reflect your truest voice? Um, I think it's named after it, really. Mm-hmm. Just, just being open, like learning to be open to whatever is going to get tossed to you in life. Because uh, it's, it's going to stretch you and it's going to push you and it's going to make you really uncomfortable. But if you can live in that space for a little while, you'll realize that that discomfort is actually um, the best kind of growing pain that you can experience. And then you're just like, you're opened up and it's like, you're kind of on another level and you're like, oh my gosh, it's gorgeous up here. Like, <laughs> right. why, why was I hiding? You know? Um, yeah. yeah. So that's, it, it really kind of shines right through in, in what I'm doing now, which is great. Yeah. That's awesome. I love how you harnessed your own experience and you know, are now leveraging it for helping others. Yeah, I honestly feel like my inner voice started talking to me when I was really young, when I was like 13. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go on walks. I lived on the beach in Michigan and um, I would just go on walks after school and get these like weird little thoughts in my head. And I would kind of talk out loud to myself and I was a very odd little kid. Um, but I, I remember asking the universe to experience every type of love and relationship that there was. When I was like 13 and I, wow. you know, I kind of knew that I was setting myself up for heartbreak and to you know, <laughs> kind of get my butt kicked. But, um, but I really think that I, I purposefully asked to be that so that I can come and do what I'm doing now and like share, share the ups and downs and the, the hard experiences. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Um, what voices do you wish the world could hear more from? And are there any specific ones that you want to lift up and share today? Mm. Um, I really think it 
it would be beautiful if, if we could get back to the un-westernized version of um, like Buddhism and and even getting back to like the base level of all the different like scriptures and texts that are out there, like from the Bible to the Quran to um, mm-hmm. the, um, yeah, any and all Buddhist kind of scripts. There's so much truth in those and there's mm-hmm. so much connection in those that I think it, if you were to just read it without the lens of like, however you were raised, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, you know, if you were Christian or Jewish or whatever, like just reading those, there's so much truth in them that I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Talking about this. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of beauty in them that, that we miss today because mm-hmm. we're so focused on like the, um, like the online, the Instagram version of like what Buddhism is, you know, and it's like, Sure. In a pretty park or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. I mean, you're tying it back to sort of a bigger truth, mm-hmm. you know, and how that can tie into your true voice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I think those, that's kind of the biggest one that jumps out, out at me right now. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, how can we find you and hear more of your voice? Yeah, you can find me at uh, beingopen.com, and that's um, two Ps, mm-hmm. and then I'm wit underscore being open on Instagram, and then if you just search being open on Facebook, I'm there too, so yeah. Awesome. Well, if your truest voice had one thing to say today, what would it say? Mm. Um, dive in, like mm. dive in whatever you're on the edge and looking at and unsure about just do it i love that thanks fantastic (laughs) thank you so much i appreciate you sharing your experience and your wisdom today absolutely yeah thanks for that opportunity and just being able to connect and talk about this great stuff yeah thank you for joining me in the garden of belonging If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss any others. And if you leave a review, it really helps it reach and support more people. If you'd like to explore these topics more deeply, join me in the Garden of Belonging community. There's a link in the show notes for more information about that. Until next time, take care of you. Music in this episode by Dan O. Songs.